You are listening to iRadio TT online all the time. Welcome to Music Matters, the Caribbean edition. The podcast series featuring news, interviews and analysis of all the music from the islands. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Music Matters. The Caribbean edition. I am Laura Dowage Phillips. And I am Nigel Campbell. And once again, we're talking about the business of music here in the Caribbean. So yes, Nigel, here we are on another podcast, another edition of Music Matters, another opportunity to talk about the business of music in the Caribbean. And we're coming off on a podcast where you and I spoke a lot about, you know, what we thought about Caribbean innovation in music. Mm. And so tonight... Good conversation. Now, in this edition, we have this installment of our podcast. We have a, a powerhouse in the soca industry, uh, a person, an a icon. Let's, let's just put it on there. An icon, an icon, um, mm-hmm. a, a soca artist who is very much concerned about the business of music and the direction of soca. And an innovative very, icon at that, which is something that we always want to talk about on the show. Indeed. So, I'm very, very happy to welcome. The woman that all of you know as the Vice Queen of Soca, Fian Lyons Alvarez. Hi, Fia. Welcome to Music Matters. Welcome, Hi, Fia. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. For, um, that's wonderful intro. I feel like, I feel like, you, Laura, you're making me miss the stage, huh? <laughs> that, that intro. And then you run out and grab a mic, you know, I was like, okay. Well, listen. No, you know, I'm going to say hi, poor man, eh? I'm going to do my application now. <laughs> I feel like the borders open and it was carnival and stage was happening. I nearly ran out. Seriously. Well, well which, which, which opens the door for us to ask, how have you and your husband, Mr. Bungie Garland, been coping with this pandemic and not being able to tour? The truth of the matter is, even though we've not been on the road as much and, um, well, for the last year at all, yeah. we, um, we, we basically been doing what we normally do when we're not on the road with more frequent in terms of you know we we normally home people so if we're not touring we at home with the daughter doing family stuff so this just gave us more time to continue doing more family stuff and um really kind of get into the type of family stuff that we would have been able to do it's had a very good impact on our family life and on the music front you all have kept busy because you all had songs releases out this year for the new carnival carnival season so you always still recording yes still we were busy. still recording still did the we still did the um the first concert we still did yes. the, the events yes. well, um, and, um, production a really thank well you. done production brilliant production oh thank you thank you thank you thank you very much i um i i had a week to pull that together and i was very very proud to be able to one week put all these pieces yeah one week I need to jump in here. I have to, I have to, I have to <laughs> sell myself. I produce a show with jazz, jazz artists on the greens. And it takes yes. me more than a week. Well, myself and a team, more than a week to put it together. What I saw on that verse, if it was done in a week, Fian, I bow to you. That's, no, that's remember, it. No, That's remember, excellent work. Remember, I did Sokomonak in 19 days. Eh? This is being... Mm. 
Um, yeah, that talk, yeah, that talk business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, that talk business. This is from, <laughs> yeah. This is from being appointed chairperson to doing the semis mm. to doing the finals. All of mm. that was basically done in 19 days. If you wow. if you check back from when they announced, yes, you have to go ahead, pay and as the person that's going to be doing Sokomuna in 2019. I had mm. 19 days, and wow. I I did. I, I conceptualized the entire from the layout of the stage to how people come on to mm-hmm. the, the setup with people's props and everything. So I, I kind of OCD when it comes to mapping out stage. I, w- I wouldn't how, call how it OCD. I mean, I wouldn't call it OCD because what I'm hearing also is that you're competent and getting the job done. 19 days, admittedly, is a very tight schedule to get things done. But you delivered, and that's a critical thing. So that puts you in the very high echelons of, of concert promoters and concert producers. And um, it kind of segues beautifully into what I'm thinking, that the role of the artist as a business person, right? It's kind yes. of, we, we kind of look at it, and there's all this consensus that, well, either business people or they're artists. But I've always been a fan of the idea of a person who can do both and do it well, right? I know well, you have a very successful music career and in terms of competitions, in terms of recordings, labels. Clearly, you have a very, very successful career as a concert producer. Kudos to you. I don't know what more to say. Laura. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to be overly, overly. I got both once for being overly, overly. But I wouldn't dwell on it before that. But what I'm hearing, as I said, I, I have some I have some experience within the production, the, the concept production and the formation. And for 90 days to get so come on, I can I would you told me a week for first. So it's all right, come one week for first. One week this for first. This is one week for first. The dancers, we did mm. not do any form of major rehearsals. I brought them on the um the song check mm-hmm. and we walked through. I told them what it is I wanted. The song man, delivered. he came, everybody, even down to the costume, eh? the mm. dress that I wore for my opening, I did me, not go to Umzad to get measured. I, mm. I told him I was a size four and I sent him a picture of the dress that I wanted and he conceptualized a dress around that. And the crown that I had on, I sent a picture to somebody else. I said, I want something like this. And they sent me back. I said, okay, fine. This is what I want. And, and that was done. Everything, I kid you not, from my from everything that we wore mm. to the makeup artists, the, the dancers, to the lighting, the stage, everything was pulled together in one week. And you, you could ask any one of them. Everybody had I'm one not, week. I'm not doubting. Sorry. I'm just thinking you are the queen of tight schedules. But as I said, critically, <laughs> you're being able to deliver. And I think that is that is that is commendable and should be noted widely. And hopefully on this podcast, everybody will know how effective you are at getting the job done in such a tight time space. Laura, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Faye, I think you have a lot of vision, which is why it was so easy to pull these things together at such a short notice. And one of the things that you did during the carnival season um, you were able to look at the landscape and see, you know, everybody was doing, as soon as we went into lockdown, every, a lot of artists started doing live shows on Instagram and Facebook. And then as we went into the carnival season, everybody started to put on a concert. But you had a vision to say, you know, let's take this a step further. And you established your own platform called Trending with CH. So you could, you know, have ownership of a platform and provide a space for artists to, to, to do their own shows. Tell, talk to us about that because we've spoken a lot in our previous podcast about innovation in the Caribbean and the music industry and why we're not seeing more artists not stepping up and trying to come up with digital solutions for the industry because you can't tour, you can't go on big gigs. Um, tell us about your vision for trending and where you want to see it go, what it will do for the industry. Well, my vision for not just for trending, but it, it extends to the industry 
as a unit because I think a lot of the artists are under the misconception that they can go this alone. And ah. that has been the downfall of the music. Say it again, Fian Lion. Say it again. Uh, they have a, they have a, well, at least I win in type of mentality. At least my song big for this mm. year type of mentality. At least I am popping this year. Mm. At least I'm popular this year. And they're not understanding. If you look at the industry, like a kitchen that feeds the masses mm. and the public is the customers. If the kitchen is not functioning, mm -hmm. when the public comes to a restaurant, eat, how are you going to feed them? How are you going to mm -hmm. feed yourself? You need a functioning kitchen and you need cooks in the kitchen that know what they're doing. And you need people that's not just going to tailor a menu that's geared towards one type of people. You need a variety of menus. You need, mm -hmm. if you look at the landscape of Trinidad, we have Indian cuisine. We have African Creole cuisine. We have Spanish cuisine. We have Chinese. We have all different types of food. And that's what makes us different. The music itself is a reflection of our culinary taste. It's varied. It's different. And we can't expect all the artists to be the same. The mentality mm. of, well, at least my dish is the better dish for 2020 or 2021 or 2097 or whatever the year it is, mm. has to stop. It has to be done away with because Jamaicans don't use that formula when they push their music. And I've seen that firsthand because when we did Shaggy and Friends, for instance, mm. Shaggy brought his culture when Shaggy and other artists, we've toured with Jamaican artists, eh? yes. and let me just say, when we tour with, with, with these artists, it's amazing to see the artists that's the opening act, the year you go with them, hmm. is going to be a main act the next year. Because hmm. what they do is when one Jamaican opens a door, they don't go in and close the door quietly behind them so nobody hears that a door was yes. open. They hmm. kick that door open. And they shout from the top of their lungs. Mm -hmm. This door is open. And anybody that resembles songs like, looks like anything to do with their culture. Once you're pushing their culture, they'll open that door and they will hold that door open. Because they understand as long as there's water in the well, everybody could drink. Everybody could drink. Could drink, yes. And, and we problem, spoke about this, you know, we spoke about yes. this in the mm -hmm. last podcast about the fact that there seems one of the major problems is that there is no unity. People not coming together. Is that your vision for trending that will bring all the artists together? And, it's and supposed so, to, even if it reception? doesn't, even if the, the platform was supposed to be, a, a, I'm literally putting my, my, my money where my mouth is, so to speak. I did it mm. with Soka Monarch that year that I did Soka Monarch. I didn't have time to promote my music in its entirety, but the knowledge and the experience that I gained from Soka Monarch and the appreciation I've had for Soka Monarch over the years is what made me say, you know what, I could take a step back from my career for 2019 and put it into, words, put it into something that I think can benefit the industry. And it did because yes. our Soka Monarch created a king from another country from another that island, people correct, didn't yeah. realize everywhere uh, Mr. Killer went. Trinidad went with him. Yes. Because he was the international Sokomona. He could not step on a stage and not represent Trinidad when he's representing Grenada because he won that wrong in our country. I heard a voice talking in my head. He said, go to the bed. Let you go to your bed. So I said, who is talking eh? and where the from? The voice tell me, my name is Mr. Rum. You hear the iron? That's been 
So we were in effect being promoted every appearance he made. Trinidad was being highlighted. So the vision for seeing diversification among the artists and opening the doors for soca as a genre and not soca as a Trinidadian thing has to be realized and it has to be materialized. And trending is a platform that it, it, it's in its infancy stage at present, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to give the indication that artists can in fact conceptualize things that can benefit other artists and not just themselves. Mm-hmm. I could have made trending a platform and just call it fair and bungee or vikings or something mm-hmm. but i neutralized the ego in myself and my and, and bungee by giving it a name that has nothing to do with us if yeah. you hear trending you can't say fair and you can't say bungee unless you know well we were there you know we were some of the brain because it's not just us we have like mm-hmm. paul richards and a bunch of other people that's behind the the the, the platform pushing as well yes but right. the whole point is a lot of the times artists create something they're so afraid of not getting credit for it. They're so afraid of not having mm-hmm. the, the, the fame from the particular thing that they name it after themselves. And what yeah. that does, when you do that, what you're doing, remember, again, creative people, not just artists, have egos. Yes. So when you name something after yourself, you're creating an umbrella that you're asking me to come under. I have to bear in mind that you may feel some type of way stepping on a platform, utilizing a, 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 a product, that bears the name of another artist because it may seem that you're coming under my wing. So to neutralize that effect and not have anybody feel that this is a come under us and we are above you type of scenario, you you name the thing something generic, something simple, something that has nothing to do with any one person, that has no affiliation, that leans towards the side of being biased, that doesn't look like you're trying to use everybody else's imagery and, and, and talent again credit for yourself, for yourself yes. yeah and yeah. that's why it was called trending the mm-hmm. flip side of that is it's also to ignite copyright organizations like cut mm-hmm. and the others that may exist to understand that now with with covid we can't be physically present like we were before because as you know cut would have been the, the body that would go to the promoters and charge them for, yeah, you for said, licenses, yeah. licenses. Yes. Mm-hmm. and that was being done calculated based on physical appearances mm-hmm. now we don't have physical appearances artists need to start to forage on grounds of the digital mm-hmm. aspect of the the internet and the world that's the innovation how do we now, yes how do we now say to these bodies we are ready to have this discussion we can't keep going to them and say okay what are you doing we have to kind of like be the guiding light, so to speak, and start to make a move. Because sometimes, you know, people have good intentions, but everybody does wait for everybody else to see who will make a move first and mm-hmm. to see yeah. because nobody yeah. wants to make a move and fail. And the people say, oh my gosh, they try something and it didn't happen. I don't suffer from that phobia. I am of the opinion. <laughs> I would rather try something. It doesn't work out. Okay, great. I sit down. You learn, you learn, you learn. Okay, you, you reformat, you restructure, and you come back out again. And I think it took people many years to understand my thought process mm-hmm. and understand that I really and truly don't mean the industry any harm. I might be as blunt as I, I can be sometimes, but sometimes you need to just say things as it is in order to get things done, you know? And yeah. you, 
you have gotten things done, right? And and we'll be open and frank here. Of course, you've gotten some negative press along the way. But I think yeah. what is what matters more than anything is not what people think, is what you do. And as you've already explained here, you've developed a platform that is open to all um, artists, including other islands. You have proven yourself as a producer of top quality shows. So that I think is more of the action, is more what you do than what people say. Um, just uh, just to, to follow on that though, what has been the uptake by other artists on the trending platform. I know obviously I've seen yourself and diverse, um, diverse concert on the platform. What are the other artists saying about coming on board and how is that working out for you at present? Well, to be honest with you, we've spoken, this, this platform was conceptualized right after COVID um, mm -hmm. when, we, when the borders were shot last yes. year. And I reached out to nine Caribbean countries, nine, mm -hmm. Trinidad included. And the sad thing is, this is not just from a, I did, I'm not talking from an um, artist level. I'm talking about I spoke to government bodies mm -hmm. in different Caribbean countries and I explained the concept and I explained what it is we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And the least amount of support I got and the least amount of interest I got came from my own people wow. in Trinidad. Wow. Barbados has been in contact with me on numerous occasions. They're, they're ready to rumble. I've spoken to St. Kitts. I've, not St. Kitts. I've spoken to St. Vincent. Mm -hmm. I've spoken to St. Lucia. I've spoken to the Minister of Culture from Antigua. I've spoken to St. Thomas Cultural Association. Bahamas, I've spoken to people from there. Where else? I've spoken to people from Dominica. So mm -hmm. the idea is to get the other Caribbean countries mobilized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, Trinidad is the Mecca and, and, and all of that. And like I was saying to the NCC, when you <laughs> don't utilize your car, your, your, your parking spot, you're leaving it open for somebody else to come park in it. That is just, it's just <laughs> you, you, think, you think that the other islands can take our, our place as the Mecca of Carnival? Just curious about that statement. Here's what I can tell you. I've been to all the islands that I've called and yes. more. Mm. And what I can say is they do have they do have one ups on us. For instance, a lot of them are more cost effective. Mm -hmm. They can't to, to attend their carnival is not as expensive as us. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are more flight effective. Like for mm -hmm. instance, Jamaica, flights, you can yes. fly. Mm -hmm. Not just cheaper; it's it's more accommodating. For instance, there were there was a, a Jamaica carnival where I had friends flying the Friday party, Friday night party, Saturday party, Sunday, and they hopped a plane. Monday morning and they won't work. Wow. In New York City, wow. they were back to work. Wow. The Trinidadian culture, when you come to Trinidad Carnival, you have to kill a grandmother, you have to kill an aunt, you have to kill <laughs> you have to kill a family member to get Tell like a <laughs> you had to go for an operation or something and that's how your boss gave you a two-week leave in order mm. for you to come down to Trinidad and then when you do come I mean we, are, we have a very costly kind of carnival I mean our costumes tend to be on the higher end spectrum of course mm. and hotel and then mm. You know, rental for cars and food and even our events tend to be on the on the higher end plus no disrespect to Trinidad but some of the other islands do have more tourist type scenarios so so mm. what they do is like they, you, you you have carnival you can go for carnival but if you want to stay the week after carnival there's a ton of things you could do mm. you know yeah. a ton of activities you can do especially mm. if you came with the kids and you came with yeah. your they wife they market their carnival better too eh? mm -hmm. they market yeah. their destinations better like for instance Barbados we've been to we've been to Jamaica and the tourism board for Barbados we went to events in Jamaica and 
Alison Hines pulled up with a bus that yes. was sponsored by the yes. Barbados Tourism Board. Yes. And yeah. it had rupees space on the bus. It, it yeah. had Edward Yearwood. And they, everywhere she went, she was marketing the Bajan Carnival. Yes. Like a tourism yes. ambassador. Was she but, exactly. Coffee? I remember that year. Have you been approached or have you approached? I know you know somebody at the NCC at the higher levels, but have you approached the minister at the current minister of tourism with the idea of sponsoring, if not now, even back when you you won the last road match. I mean, the fact that you are a, a queen and you've proven that to, to, to align Trinidad and Tobago tourism with soca artists. Has that ever been a conversation that you or your husband have had? I've actually spoken to, to the, 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 the ministers, both the one before and the one that's current. And the current minister. Okay. And that's all. You just spoke to them. <laughs> I've, spoke I've actually to them. spoken to the one before and, and the one that's present. Okay. Let me let me ask I mean, you. At, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said. I mean, at the end of the day, um, I went. I I sat. I had a meeting. I explained. I discussed a bunch of stuff with him, and I guess it's up to it's up to the minister to see the value in what I discussed and 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 decide upon. I mean, he has a certain amount of power and 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 reach afforded to him via his portfolio mm-hmm. that I believe we can actually make a lot of good happen in the in the creative sector. Mm. especially seeing that I have relationships with a bunch of different carnival organizations all around the world, yes. not just yeah. in the Caribbean region, in other regions as well that, that, that has nothing to do with the West Indian in the region. West. I'm talking about mm. in Canada and in mm. Atlanta and all these different places. I, I deal directly with some of the promoters. I know the movers and shakers internationally, mm. as well as we've done BET, we've done MTV VH1, we've done Coachella, We've done Ultra Music Fest. We've Summer done stage, all of them. Glastonbury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you look at our track record of performing, not just on the local music stages in the region, mm-hmm. but on the international music stage. I mean, we've done Shaggy and Friends like twice yes. and, and, and network with people like Sting and all these different people. So when you when when somebody like me is, is sitting and speaking to you and, and saying things, I'm not trying to say things because I'm trying to impress anybody. Um, I won't say something that I can't do or that I don't see a way of accomplishing because then it would be a waste of your time and then a waste of my time. And I don't yeah. like to waste time. Yeah. So, well, so that's what know, I'm saying. I, I sat and I met and I spoke and it's up to him to decide if what I said made any sense. What, one, of the, one of the reasons why I like the fact that we established trending is because it is a local product. It's an indigenous product. You being a soca artist operating in the, in the industry, you know, what what is needed you know you know the artist you have a relationship i mean um you 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 have a really good relationship with a lot of artists and i like the fact that you established something because when uh, i remember after the Bini bounty versus and swiss talk about coming to doing so connects everybody was really hopeful people looked at that as as business as something that will help you know deliver soca to the world and then that yes. never materialized as yet. So I, I, ah, oh, I heard that. As yet. I heard mm. that. As yet. So that's something you need to yes, tell us. Yes, fine. Come talk. Well, I would be, I could tell her, right? I could, I tell could tell me. <laughs> <laughs> tell Laura, tell me. Okay, so not for nothing. I can't honestly sit here and, and not let the public know that Swiss didn't just say that out of just trying to appease the soca, the, the soca community. Uh-huh. He genuinely mm. believes in the culture. He genuinely believes in the art form yeah. he's up to date on a lot of the music and he knows a lot he knows about the artists he, he knows about the art form 
and to the point where to show you how serious he is about promoting West Indian culture, especially um, soca music. I actually had a meeting with him and, and oh. Bungie and myself where we are discussed, nice. we discussed the prospects of getting soca music onto the Versus platform. Boom. Ah, so not he was just from, not just from a one-off thing. He, he didn't speak from a, well, okay, I would just do one thing for it. He, he spoke from a, the same love he's giving his own genre hip-hop. Nice. Hip is the same type of love that on, on that meeting he showed for our culture. So he's, he's a big fan of our music in terms of the, the industry, in mm, terms of the nice. Caribbean culture, as you know. And as strange enough, in addition to him, right after that clash, that Beanie Bounty, both Beanie and Bounty Killer, who we are very good, very, very good friends with, reached out and said, listen, we're going to speak to Swiss to get so connects, you know, because nice. I mean, you all are yeah. family. Yeah, so we that, also yeah. have the dancehall fraternity pushing for us to get onto that. So it's going to happen. It's going so, to happen. So it, would it be no, you, I, I, you against Bungie? Or how do you do this? I actually heard I, Marshall I, when Marshall no, was launching. I'll beat Bungie. I'll beat Bungie. Oh they, boy. Forget Marshall. I, I'll beat Bungie. I stay, I stay, I stay 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 I so is it that it was going to be a Marshall Bungie showdown? Is that what we hear? Well, I wouldn't call it a showdown. I mean, at the end of the day, when you, the, the thing is, I think why I wouldn't call it a showdown is for the simple reason of this. Trinidadians cannot contain their enthusiasm when it comes to seeing two artists go head to head and not have it turn into something ugly and disrespectful. That is true. And that is true. We see it with the Jamaican culture, but they understand it from a cultural level, from mm. appreciation level. So yeah, when Carter clashes clashed, their thing. Clashes clashes their thing. Exactly. Yeah. So when Beanie clashed Bounty, they didn't diss Bounty and diss Beanie. They saw it as two giants repping the culture. They're using their talent to create the hype and the energy. The clash is just to create the steam, the fire, the energy that bring that vibe. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, every single Jamaican went away saying Jamaica won. Jamaica yes. was yes. the, was the, Dance the music mission. One. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. That's yes. it. Definitely. I am cons I am just wary that our Trinidadian people mm -hmm. are not yet at the point where they could see stuff like that happening and not not celebrate not it. seize the opportunity to be small. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the bigger picture is not Marshall versus Bungie or Bungie versus Marshall or who won. The bigger picture is Soka won. Soka Trinidad won. won. Exactly. Exactly. We won. We on so the map. We, we're setting the trend. We're putting something on the table for everybody to see that we're still viable. We're still the kings. We're still the champions. We're still the monarch. We're still the mecca. Definitely. So we so we could look forward to something in the future. Something will happen. Um, I, is it a tre trending is going to partner with, with users? Is there is it a role for trending as a platform? Because that would be brilliant. Well, I've not read, uh, we've not we've not this um reached uh the in depth of the discussion, but okay. I can tell you that I am actively pursuing the discussions of making something happen by hook or by crook. Something has to happen, and as I said, I um 
discuss getting the other Caribbean countries involved. So I don't want people to feel that I spoke on behalf of just Trinidad. I spoke on behalf of the Caribbean. I spoke on behalf of my Bajan brothers and sisters. I spoke mm. on behalf of my Antiguan brothers and sisters and mentioned that I would like to get to get them involved as well. And, and, and like I said, his demeanor, his whole attitude was like, Faye, go ahead. I wow. love the music. I love your culture. I love your Caribbean people. This is what we want to do. Let's try and get this and work out the kinks and make sure that we can get this done. So the and, ambassador and, and, Fian Lyons Alvarez. I love and it. That's what we I plan to do. So, so we'll okay, keep so meeting until we can get this sorted. I'm excited to see what the future will bring in, indeed for Versus. But what do you want, Bungie, plan in terms of your own business, your own careers um, for the rest of the year? I mean, we don't even know if there'll be a carnival next year. So what do you all, how do you all... Yeah. What you plan to do in terms of the music? Well, we'll keep recording at the end of the day. The, the thing about us is we both write our own music um, mm-hmm. collectively and, and, and separately, meaning that because we don't have to wait on a songwriter to mm-hmm. give a concept or anything like that, for us, the creative process is basically anytime you catch a vibe or anytime you feel like it. If you want five o'clock in the morning, you could get up and technology right now everything your studio is on your laptop yes. practically so yeah, recording is not yeah. Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. so recording is not like a long time back in that days we had to go by amar and it's a big set of tape and you had to get like you know a song engineer to, to, you could just take up your iphone there's apps for everything there's lady agent you know, my boy i know it's in little by amar <laughs> but, but no <laughs> but no pick up your pick up your ipad use garage band bam and that's sorry exactly you know it's 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 simple ipad and everything is integrated so if you do something on your phone you can catch it on your ipad on your you can iPad. catch it on your laptop you know if you're a mac person and mm-hmm. it's 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 easy so for us the creative process has not been disrupted. The energy and the, the enthusiasm that we, we had for the industry is still alive and well and kicking. I mean, we still, we're still very excited to see the mm-hmm. prospects of the new, and I say new loosely because at the end of the day, even if, if with, without an actual carnival this year and the possibility of an actual carnival next year, when we do have a carnival, mm-hmm. for us, the excitement would be what would it be? How would it look? What would it feel like? And how will we be able to contribute to making it successful? Yeah. Would you be doing another verse concert like in August or, or September or something like that? Just curious, because you have a very deep catalog, both yourself and Bungie. We have and... an actual, I have actually a different concept. Okay. Um, than verse that is more theatrical. Wow. And, and even more excited than this, which I actually Ooh. wanted to do back to back. But because of the because um, when the, the, you know, the, the whole setup with the limited amount of people, we wanted to respect mm-hmm. the, COVID, the COVID regulations and the, the protocol. So that's why we decided, you know what, let's just do the indoor, mm-hmm. see how that goes, see how it feels, and then see how the COVID um, numbers progress and, and, and what would happen. And then we could figure out. Because the other one that, that we want to do is not there a little go. more, it's way more elaborate. And, and, and it requires more people to participate in order for me to be able to execute it. So it wouldn't so, be a carnival thing. It would be like a mid-year thing. It 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 would be a mid-year thing. We have two projects. Um, one I'm working on with Colin Abraham, and the other one is the one that we want to do. That mm-hmm. is the theatrical type of fancy smancy. Okay, shout out to Colin. That's that's big Man brother right here. Yeah, I, I like the idea of well, carnival as theater. That whole philosophy, and moving it in that direction. Because as I said, because we do have the ability to have a fet. 
ought to be on the road as it was. They still have, could still have the enjoyment of carnival and more importantly, could have the enjoyment of soca music. Now, the question I wanted to ask you as you talked about yourself and, and Bunge and what you're going to plan for the rest of the year, has to do with your recording career because um, you probably don't know, but I write reviews for Caribbean Beat Magazine. And I've reviewed a couple of your songs and a couple of Bungie songs also. And one that always stuck out to me was Catch Me. Catch me if I'm blind, don't let me die. Hands up and catch me if I'm blind, don't let me die. Somebody just catch me if I'm blind, don't let me die. That song that you had danced a couple of years uh, ago, right? Yes. Because I remember it was, I, I had it was on my deadline. And when I heard it, I said, nah, I told the editor, I said, get yeah, give me extra day. Because it, it, it was to me very innovative in terms of what you're doing. The phrasing, the phrasing was typical, you know, soca chanting kind of stuff. It is, you know, fed. Mm-hmm. But the music clearly was not what we were accustomed to calling soca. And of course, based on that or beyond that, you've obviously had a, a, a record deal or that's the proper word. With VP Records, that pioneering label out of Queens in New York, reggae label and thing. Um, what is the status of that? And how is your music career going in 2021? If you don't mind revealing that for me. Well, please. the thing is, I think a lot of people, when you when they know you for doing, you know, strictly hardcore jump and mm-hmm. wave so mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. diversify, they mm-hmm. tend to have an mm-hmm. issue and you know they, they don't know how to process it. I thought but, it was brilliant. You have to diversify nonetheless, because for me, I think what the public of Trinidad don't understand is I travel too much not to learn. It is, imp- mm-hmm. it, it is almost impossible for me to not learn something when I travel. I've, I, I remember, just, just a side thing, right? I remember growing up, we used to hear kids calling each other Somalians and laughing at each other. You're Somalian, you're Somalian. You understand? Yeah, you're too skinny, you're skinny like a mm-hmm. Somalian. And I remember when I started expanding the, my travel, my travel menu, so to speak, and, and not just going into the circles where there were West Indian people. And I met Somali people. I was amazed at the beauty these women possess. Gorgeous, beautiful hmm. skin. Lovely they have great hair. bone structure. Great oh my bone gosh. Structure. These women are some of the most gorgeous women in the world. You understand? Mm-hmm. And then you're reflecting back on people in your island that say these people are hungry, skinny, malnourished people, and they use it as an insult to, to each other. So now that's one of the premises on which I decided I was going to unlearn a lot of things that was taught to me by my Western Indian culture. Mm-hmm. and expand my palette for knowledge and say, okay, when you go to somebody's country, you try to see different sides of things. So for instance, see the country, be part of it. Yes. yes. But you also get aware that while I am trying to bring my culture to you, I have to deliver it in a way that will be palatable to you where you would understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That has been a, a, a stumbling block that I think 
Trinidadians have a <sighs> well as we they had a take we are okay cool but if I am we like pepper we like lots of pepper lots of spices in our food mm. but not everybody can take that <laughs> so <Including> me. <laughs> it don't mean you'll shove the pepper down people throat. what you mm -hmm. do is you have to adjust mm. and 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 when you when you ease it in on people you be you realize people's tolerance level and the understanding level and the acceptance level and the appreciation level begin to develop because it's not like a shock one time it's it's yeah. in, it's in it's in pieces and doses and we did that with our music so some of the songs we would do would have a heavy international influence and that was not because you're trying to cross over it mm. was because you are already crossed over hence the reason why you're performing internationally yeah. So, so when people say, um, these local artists, and I'd be like, you're not speaking to me because uh -huh. I travel internationally. There so go. you cannot mm. be, you cannot be a local artist if mm. you travel internationally the majority of the time. So mm. when you travel internationally, you meet fans from Ghana, you meet fans from Canada, from Africa, from all these different places. Mm -hmm. And you realize if you don't start to do things in a way where you could keep pushing the envelope you don't want the, the problem with soca music is we keep trying to shop it to people mm. who know it ah say that mm. again you're dropping bombs wow. here tonight lady you're dropping wow. bombs say that again so, so the wider public hears that that's the problem we yes we keep trying to shop the music to people who already know and yeah, love the music exactly. new markets already, break new markets we're talking to ourselves all the yeah, time, singing to go. ourselves exactly. all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? Because the comfort level of the response you get from your people is mm -hmm. intoxicating. It's familiar. You want to see the hands in the air. You want to see the jump and wave. And as well as you don't want to lose people's interest. You don't want to have mm -hmm. anybody say, oh, yes, which, oh, ah, them doing different things. Oh, them feeling mm -hmm. them as foreigners. No artist wants to go through that, but you have to go through that particular thing is it's this is the equivalent to when people like Miley Cyrus went mm -hmm. from being Hannah Montana yes. to doing adult to, to doing adult music. Adult. Yes, that's true. There are people who still see you as Hannah Montana's mm. and they don't mm. understand you've grown in the music because you've traveled, you've experienced, you've seen, you've been, you've met different musical people. And and for instance, they are they are big celebrities we've met in France, in Germany, mm -hmm. that has never been to the US. And they're mm -hmm. huge celebrities. Mm -hmm. So we yeah. have understanding that America is one part of the world. There are mm -hmm. African yes. artists that chart in Africa, sell millions of records, and yes. a lot of them, they were not known to our diaspora. Well, they have the support fee. They have the yeah, support of their people. And that's something we talk about on this podcast all the mm -hmm. time is that the Caribbean needs to unite and support each other. Every time I interview a Jamaican artist, they talk about that. The fact that we're not selling, not. they're not selling the, the kind of moving, the kind of units they should be moving because the support I, in the Caribbean diaspora. I is think too, here's the problem. Our people don't believe that people they know and grew up with could be actual celebrities. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, that, when you look at the treatment, you all get in other Caribbean islands. Or even outside the Caribbean compared to what you get in your own home. So I think if we, Laura is doing something, if mm. Laura is doing something or you're doing something great, somebody mm. who went to school with you could be like, I know she, yeah. I know he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, mm. he used to live down by, by so, so, mm. so, and, and do so, so, so. And they do that not in a sense of 
internationally, when somebody say, I went to school with Beyonce, they stayed with a sense of pride. Mm-hmm, like Beyonce yeah. and, and I went to the same school. So, you mm-hmm. know, I went to school with a mega superstar. Yeah. They're actually not understanding that they've conditioned themselves to say it in a demeaning way, which yeah. means we invented, you know, understand that. Yeah, we invented, we but, invented. And, <laughs> but, this is, but this is worse than Pekong because catch this mm. if I am saying, you know, Laura won a Pulitzer Prize, oh my gosh, da, 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 and I said, Yeah, I went to school with you, mm. nothing. then what I am saying is, Laura is so crappy, so messed up. So yeah. nobody about that I went to school with her. Why would you take pride in telling people you went to school or you're affiliated or you know somebody that you do not hold in high esteem? Yeah. Why? If I am going to tear Laura down, I am not even aware that I'm tearing her down and associating myself with her in the same breath. So say we expect another album from you because you did. Um, Break the World, was it called? Break the World, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we expected that was under VP. Um, you're not with VP anymore. No, I'm actually independent now. I, okay. um, Bungie and I, we formed our own independent label that we we're oh, actually do. my name? It's Bad Beagle. Bad, Bad Beagle. Beagle, nice. Bad Beagle. You know those little dogs? The little dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little beagles, so, yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. but they're very aggressive. Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. They're small, but they're very aggressive. Mm. Just like... So just like the genre of soca music, we may be small on the world scale of being acknowledged, but we're very aggressive. When 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 soca music hits, we move crowd, we move we move people. We're very infectious. We change lives and we create you know we create that energy that make people say you know what I'm having a horrible day you know but I feel like I clean this whole house if mm. you just put soca mm. music on. I feel like I cook yeah. all the food for the neighborhood if yeah, you just put some soca. music on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Caribbean music is it's like that. It'll make you clean your house, the neighbor house. It's feel-good music, it's feel-good music, it's feel-good music. music. One of the things, aside from having like superlative DNA and we know who your father is and we know who your sister is, you've also been, to me, a kind of pioneer in reaching out. As I said, I've been a fan of Catch Me. I really like that song. But you also had ventured into... I guess I could call it Afro Soca before Afro Beats. Yes. That fusion was a thing. And then you had a song with Stone Boy. What's the name Stone of the song? With Stone yeah. Boy. Yes. It was Dills? I did, no, I did two songs with Stone Boy. Block the hmm. Road was the first Block one. Block the Road. That's Carnival. Yeah, Lion. Stone Boy. Trinidad, Ghana. Calling out all the sexy pretty girls. Afro Soca. Road and they start to whine, and you see them waistline start to turn and twist up the spine. Watch the man them got around to take a look from behind, and the way them bumpers turn, man, it bound to blow your mind. Cause all girls are whiner, all type of designer when they whine. His two albums was up for, for Grammys, and um, he went on to win, you know, BT People's Choice Children's um, Award and Artist of the Year and stuff like that. And he's yeah. doing really well. So yeah. the thing is, he came to Trinidad. And I think um, this is also, um, remember I mentioned that when we launched Trending, it was to discuss um, with the copyright bodies yes. direction. And I was saying that the artists sometimes need to make moves. Well, sad to say, and Cutwell had to take a little fire for this. When I started examining the possibilities and the prospects of working with the African artists, Mm-hmm. We have contacts in, 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 in different African nations yes. um, through the AIM nation. And they, they're dancers that would come to dance with us in Canada when we perform. The mm-hmm. dance group, they're from Africa. And I would have worn a couple of their pieces of apparel. They, they do hoodies and they have their own AIM nation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we did some, we did our research and we, we spoke to a couple of the artists and whatnot. And I went to Cut and I was like, you know, we're looking to push into the Afro soca direction. I think you all should get in on this and let's coin Afro soca as an actual genre for the soca yes. artists. So anybody that goes into that diaspora doing that, the Afro music, I said, it's taking steam. It's going mm-hmm. to be big with the soca attached to it and mm-hmm. our flavor. We could then benefit from collaborations because by then the Afro artists weren't doing as much collabs with the international acts like the Beyonce's and the yes. Drake's. Mm-hmm. And I was told, point blank period, I don't think um, Af- that's going to last and I don't think that that's going to oh, be wow. a thing. Really? Wow, really? I kid wow. you not. And I wow. said to them, I said, this is the problem that I'm having. When something is happening because we don't believe in it we won't take a chance we won't yeah. take a chance only off chance that it could happen that's plus- just ignorance though because anybody who even if that person takes some time to just research you would have known that it wasn't going to be no food no but laura i my job takes me around the world if i come back and tell her it have water on the next side of the the, the mountain mm. why would i lie if if all are we thirsty and we need water yeah, I, I, yeah. I found water i'm telling you guys listen this got next mm-hmm. they didn't take us up on it they never invested any time and effort into helping us materialize the genre to the point where stone boy b flew to mm-hmm. trinidad and tobago he literally mm-hmm. flew from africa flew to trinidad stayed at the yeah. higher and, uh-huh. and, and was hoping for us to and i was so disappointed and i felt so bad that you know there was no prospect for me to actually sit and 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 get him to put roots down in here mm-hmm. then bam all of a sudden here comes drake here comes davido here comes this mm-hmm. one here comes that one and that african genre of music just took america by storm then yep. on top of that yep. beyonce went there and do a whole album, a whole album. Yep. yes a whole album yep so mm. i'm sitting here with my head in my hands like wow look mm. at the opportunity we missed we had yeah. Marshall follow up. We had Ola Tunji do stuff. The mm. artist was pushing, but you yeah. need to legitimize things in order to make it real in the music world. You can't just do something and think it's going to happen. You did, need did you to have, start to put. Did you have any um, collaboration? I know you're 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 spearheading this move effectively on your own with the African artists, but did you have any followers or any persons coming or collaborating with you in the local market or even in the Caribbean market who are seeing your vision? Or was this people just just like caught not taking you on? No, well, there are other uh, there are other artists from other regions that are doing stuff with uh-huh. other artists from there. And uh-huh. um, for instance, you would notice that when I went to the Jamaicans, they get it because guess what? Stone Boy B uh-huh. has done collabs with from Taurus Riley to to Beanie Man. Everybody, everybody, listen, everybody. Listen, uh-huh. everybody. everybody. And you know what happens? Their music because the Jamaicans gave them a space. The Jamaicans opened the door for Stone Boy to the point where when I needed to do the music video that I did with Stone Boy, I flew to Jamaica. Yeah, and he was yeah, in Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because it was he was he's like there because the he came to and he came to Trinidad before he went to Jamaica. You see? Trinidad but, is a place where people oh, live in, but I'm not happy about we're that. We're real at all. special though. We're real I'm not special, happy about that say, at all because it, it doesn't help. It doesn't it doesn't it's not helping. It's not helping at all. It's not helping no, at all. No, we're we're, we're throwing away a lot of even the um the movie that we did with Romney Malco. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is Hollywood as Hollywood. We did it in actual Hollywood. It's not no pretend Hollywood. Yeah, it's the real thing. Mm. It's the real thing. And and Romney 
has done a lot of work with a lot of he's he himself is a majorly accomplished actor yeah, and he's right. done a lot of work with like the kevin hearts and the all these people yeah even yeah. look at this remember when the miss when miss universe was going up and it had the whole controversy around how we were trying to get um yes. attention for her yes hmm. tiffany haddish i got tiffany haddish to bring wow. up our universe and send a shout out and use her platform to get people to go you support see? this girl Mm, mm, wow. And they were filming Night School with Kevin Hart. Yes. They were on the wow. set of Night School, and we called and we were able to get Tiffany Haddish, who don't know and, and did not even know the Miss Universe. She knew nothing about her Miss Universe, never met the girl, don't know who nothing. she is, didn't yeah. see a picture. She was like, you know what? No problem. They asked, I'll do it. And she did. And wow. for us to get that kind of support, the, the problem is we could get we could get the traction internationally. Mm. Our thing is we are not the government. So when we bring these mm -hmm. people to mm. our to our shores, we still need a certain level of involvement. Let me ask yeah. you, let's go back to a bad bigger for a little bit. Um, so is it that you will be because I like that this there's I mean, this is the way of the world now. Um artists are independent, they they taking control of their careers and the they're running down. A big record deal with a with a with a studio with a with a label. Um, so you'll have your independent label. You'll be producing albums under this label. Um, is there anything else that you'll be doing? Because I mean, in terms of you know monetizing your music and monetizing your careers, but in the absence of touring, is there anything else that other things that Bad Beagle will be doing for you? Yes. Well, we've we've connected um, with a lot of persons internationally that do placements. So, mm. like, as you know, Bungie would have had songs on Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, boy. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Big up. Bungie. He had mm -hmm. a, a lot of people don't know that his, his song, Truck on the Road, was actually um, used for the ad for Fast and Furious in the UK. So yes. a lot of yes. these deals are done by territories. So sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, you do something for the diaspora of Africa, but you can't do it anywhere else. Yeah. And you do something for uh, another diaspora. So... We into we into exploring and, and networking with people to do these things. Um, nice. We did we did the the major laser arrangement where you know the, he had the song on the on the album with Jack U and Justin yes. Bieber mm -hmm. that went on to win a Grammy. Win a Grammy, yes. You know, mm -hmm. so we Jungle we Bays, all the, called, I think so, yeah. Exactly. So mm -hmm. all the different things, he's stuff on FIFA and, and and Grand um Grand Theft Auto and all these different things. So these are the things that we've been working on. And, and it goes back to the music and the diversification of the music. Sometimes people don't see the big picture. And there are a lot of stuff that we've done internationally that the Trinidad public would be surprised to know that we actually were involved and we actually did this and we've, we've been here and, and, and we've done stuff like that because, because of the region of the world it was done in. It doesn't filter back into Trinidad. So yeah. for us, we've always found that once you travel, you learn. And there's always an opportunity to learn. We've learned stuff from the Swedish side of things. We've learned stuff from the German side of things. We've learned stuff from all the different places we've been to. And, and because we're heavily involved in understanding where we are and, and what we can do mm -hmm. and how much time we have to do it in, and, that, and that's a key factor because sometimes you get an opportunity and you think, oh, we we man, we all get We'll get through. God is a trinity. God is, God God is a trinity. Yeah. You sit on that trinity. opportunity like it's an egg. And then mm. 
you don't realize that you sat too long on the egg and it's no yeah, longer good. No you longer can't good. use it again. So timing is a crucial, crucial part. As well as we understand that putting up a united front when mm. where the music is concerned and yes. not pushing one person. We have a single file mentality, like we're marching. <laughs> and and for, for the life of me, I don't understand. You can't show the world an industry by showing one or two people. Can't make then an it industry looks on like one if man. you don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like you yeah. don't have, it looks like it's a one-off. It looks yeah. like, well, them don't really have people. So what are we going there for? That's why all the, look at something, even with the athletes, we have a one at a time mentality. Why can't we support five athletes at the same time? No, we have to support one because this one or that one or the other mm. one can't push our eff- efforts and energy behind five people. And then we don't understand why Adidas, Nike, Puma, all these big name brands go to Jamaica, sit in the stands and watch the Jamaican athletes race and then bid on who they want to give contracts to for endorsement. When we go to Jamaica for Carnival, they Mm. have the Adidas Grand Prix where Mm. they shut shut down the Carnival for a second enough for these youngsters Mm -hmm. to come and show who is the next Usain Bolt and the next Shelly and the next this one, you know. And these people sit and watch these people race. Mm. And mm. as you cross the finish line, they're the contract. Who we need to talk to for this one? Who's this? Yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen in our country. It doesn't. We still have our We have we have work to do. We do have a lot of work to do. And yeah, I, I, I admire your inclusive way of you doing business, the way that you, you envelop everybody. As I said, um, we I think we have, the public is aware that you've gotten a lot of some some stick as it was in the media and in social media, among other things. And I think it's, it's sexist also. But um, I think one of the things that you've proven, as I said, it's not so much what they say, but it's what you do. And you have mm-hmm. proven, you've you got, you got your contract with the VP Records, you're creating your new label. You've been able to integrate Afro, Afro I want to say Afro beats, but African music into the soca in a big way. You innovated with Catch Me, among other things. And you've really gone in a direction that shows that you know what to do and how to do it. It's just a matter of whether or not you're going to get people coming along with you. And clearly they haven't seen the, the way of the world as it was. But more power to you and your husband in terms of this direction going forward. Because as I think, I think that um, as much as we've been trying Soka, I've been writing some things about the comparison between Soka dancehall and, uh, and um, reggaeton, right? In terms of, right. and, and of course, um, Spotify numbers and that kind of stuff. And of course, we know that reggaeton, you know, a video could be a billion with, with a dance or at least a hundred million. Our top, our top video could get tens of millions or some kind of thing in terms of soca music and that kind of stuff. But we have work to do, and clearly you are doing it, and you have you have the accolades to prove it. Three, well, yeah, under, she understands the business <laughs> of music. Yeah, but she also understands the business of music. Yeah, right? I, I think this is, is important. important. And I've never spoken to you, right? But I am, and I've, of course, I, as a person on the outside. I've heard what people have said, but I've, I've never spoken to you, so I'm, I can't take a side unless I got to speak to you. And what I've been hearing for the evening proves to me that you actually know what the heck you're doing, and you're doing it. <laughs> Bottom line, you know what you're doing, right? You said yeah, you know, yeah. to put on a show in seven days of what I saw in verse and 19 days and what I saw in Sokamana Park in 2019. Trust me. I doing this thing too. That, that is ma- that is massive. Well, let, let's not forget that the woman grew up in in, so in the industry. Well, there's so one she, thing to grow up in the industry. She saw a lot and learned a lot. Yeah, I understand that, but I know there are other people who grew up in the industry thirty something years and still can't put on a good show, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's not it's, it's, it's not to say that how they, they, it's 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 easy just to to learn things by osmosis and that kind of stuff, right? But as I said, um, 
there, there's a long way for us to go in terms of the industry. We are still at a point on a curve that is moving away from us and we need more innovators like you. In terms but we don't of, have time, huh? We, we, we don't have time. Let me tell you time. why. But you tell me why no. we don't have time. I think we have time. But no. let me hear your argument against that. Go ahead. Social media. Mm-hmm. Social media has shortened the time span that mm-hmm. we have <laughs> to maintain any sort of a dominance in anything. Mm-hmm. Here's what. Before, with, and this is no disrespect to any media house, but it's just proven facts. Before, in order for information to get out to the world about what's happening in your country, it had to be in print media because hardly likely anybody was going to fly on a plane and go to all mm-hmm. these different Caribbean countries and tell yeah. them, you know, this happening, mm-hmm. this happening, this happening. Yeah. So print media, which meant the journalist that, or the reporter that took the story had the ability to weigh on either side of the coin that they wanted. So they could either make the story way in favor of the, the, the person or the, the entity doing great. Yeah. So for, yeah. let's, let's take Carnival. Without social media, we could have had two journalists write story and say all the wonderful things that's happening in Trinidad. Our borders closed. Who's going to tell them? That's true. That's true. But with social media, you can't hide. All, mm. your, all your failures, all your faults, every single thing is playing out in real time. And mm. what that does is in real time, you're giving anybody that sees you, you're giving them a heads up in real time of how, how bad you're feeling, how hard mm. you're feeling, <laughs> and if you're going to recuperate from that failure anytime soon, as well as how much energy and effort they have to do to just do better than you. Mm. So we've given the world the opportunity to see us from a creative mm. standpoint, not stand up as strong as they thought we could have stood up. Wow. So now every carnival after us just needs to turn to social media and say, oh, that what I do? Oh, really? That? Mm. We can do it better. We can do it better. Okay. Or oh, this is yeah. eventual. Oh, that's what Trinidad did? Really? All right, wow. so this is what we had to do. And the carnival that had, that the carnival, the last carnival for the year is mm-hmm. in the poised position to outdo everybody else because they get to see what everybody did. Everybody else has done, yeah. That's, what Miami that's why yeah. we don't have time because of social media. Plus two, this now, this youthful demographic that we have. Remember, every year, a group of the party in public retires and a group mm-hmm. of the party in public comes in. Mm-hmm. They come of age, they're able to go out, they, they probably would have now um, gotten a little job and they, 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 they get the freedom of having a little extra money and whatever the case is. Yes. But then the set of people who either through having kids, getting married, changing their lifestyle, getting just deciding, you know what, I had 20 years apart, 30 years apart, they're coming off the market. So you have new blood coming in and old party blood coming out. Mm-hmm. With social media, the things that we would have been doing that could have seen, wow, oh my gosh, amazing. Now, people could peep at what you're doing and decide beforehand if they want to buy into it. So it's not upon. a matter of, it's not a matter of, well, when you get to Trinidad, oh gosh, well, I don't hear already, so I might as well just enjoy myself. Yeah. Like, mm. uh, let me see what's going on there before I book my ticket. Before you know, I, I never studied that, you know. I never, I never studied that, huh? They could, it's, it, social media is a window that the they window. could peep into your country and see what's happening and decide, mm, I'm not going there. Mm-mm, mm-mm, not this year. Or oh, you know what? I think I'll go there. You could literally walk around on social media and use everybody's cell phone and everybody's internet posts mm-hmm. as a window to window shop the cultures carnivals. of countries and carnivals from costume to the music 
to the artist, to the preparation, check the cost of flight, carry the cost of flight, and compare it to the other cost of flight. Check the, the flight patterns of the flight, mm. when you can come in, when you can come out, hotel yeah. costs, mm. and you could do a comprehensive breakdown of how much everybody carnival will cost but you. That, but that's for carnival. So what you think that time we run out of time for run out of time for soca? I think we're yeah, running out of time because we do not understand that by singling out people to be who's a hit and who's not a hit and who's good and who ain't good, you're, you're turning your hood. Yeah. Mm. You don't choose. Send your whole team on the field. Let the marketplace decide. Yeah, because guess what? If I send five artists out into the world and 100 people like one and mm. 200 people like the next one and 50 people like this one and 10 people like the last one, when you add up all those people, all those people amount to views and mm. attention and love and appreciation for the root, which mm. is the country those artists come from. But yeah. if you send one and 500 people watching and only 100 people interested in the one that you send, you just lost 400 people. Yeah, You yeah, just yeah. lost 400 potential clients for your country. But if you send everybody, with everybody, even if you come back with a little bag of fans... That mm. is you know, that is people that contribute and you'll, you'll, you'll add it to the basket and you'll get a bigger reach and you never know. We need to understand. You never know which one of your artists is going to be the one to strike goal, so to speak, mm. internationally. Mm. One of the things that is happening here tonight is that we've been, we've been given the philosophy and the genius of Fian Lions, a pioneer <laughs> in terms of... <laughs> A music career, but also a pioneer in terms of the business of music and understanding the role of a collective, understanding the role of not the one-man show, but a kind of collective show and how we have to move forward as an industry. Because yes. and her philosophy is that the, the time, the window is 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 open and the time to get through that I do tell you, <laughs> the time, yeah, the window is open and closing, and the time is very short. So that um if we don't get our act together and we don't follow the lead of a person like Fayan with in terms of artistic creativity, in terms of a, a management and putting on a show in seven days, in terms of <laughs> a, a diversity and understanding, okay, Afrobeat is a thing, let's jump on that. This kind a of vision. catch me, a vision is there. I mean, as I said, that's we're going to be wrapping <laughs> up the show. I want to thank you very, very much, um, Fayan Lyons, Alvarez, for being on Music Matters, the Caribbean edition, for giving us some, some of your knowledge and some of your wisdom. And we hope we can talk again. And I hope I can have an opportunity again to review some of your new music on Bad Beagle Records in the future. Definitely. Yeah, so thank you very much. I love that theme. Thank you so much, Fian. This was, of course, very, very informative. Very informative. And I hope people listen and learn from your wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate being here. Thank you. You're welcome. So Laura, as it is, um, we had a nice, beautiful conversation. And we look forward to more conversations with innovators and creators within the music business of the Caribbean. Um, this is how it is. So Laura, what else I could say to you? You tell me, no? Nothing. All we can say is, guys, remember to find us on iRadio TT, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts. Everything. We day. We all over Instagram and Facebook. There you go. Music leave your Matters feedback, Caribbean. leave your suggestions, let us know what else you want us to talk about. Yeah, and who you would it. love us to interview. That's what it is. So with that, I am that's it for tonight. And thank you very much. And you've been listening to Music Matters. The Caribbean edition. I am Laura Dowridge Phillips. And I'm Nigel Campbell. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Music Matters, the Caribbean edition. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, subscribe, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Music Matters Caribbean. 
And if you want to listen to our previous podcasts and keep up with our new material, check out the website podcast.iradio.tt or listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Radio Public, and more of your favorite podcast platforms.